Welcome to episode 366 of the Parkrun Adventures podcast, a podcast about life if your life is all about parkrun. I'm Ollie Spake and I'm joining you from the front seat of a van in dark injured land. <laughs> and I am Melissa Ellis and I am joining from Wurundjeri country and I can see you in your front seat of the van and I hope I don't just keep <laughs> getting the giggles because it's quite amusing <laughs> what I am getting to witness <laughs> yes. With your with your yes. background live audience. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Palm is going to be an absolute breeze this year, Mel, <laughs> because uh, we're doing another kind of a live and uh, I'm joining you from the holiday park at Minor Beach. So this is a very active live audience. We do appreciate that you've gone to the effort of setting up in the front seat of the van and it's brought a new um, meaning to the word palm because that is what I see <laughs> <laughs> from the top of the screen down onto your head, little hands. That's right. Yes, palm of a hand. Oh, and I've got somebody in the rearview mirror as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Never mind. Uh, uh, but it's good to catch up again. It was lovely to hear you and Simon and good to be back from the summer break. Uh, it's been a bit longer for me. It has. Uh, have you had a good Christmas? I have had a lovely Christmas, thanks, Mel. It's it's been, uh, I think, as I say, a sizable break, but uh, it always kind of goes fast as well. So you've had time off work? Uh, yeah, I had two weeks off work and went back for two weeks and there's the rest of the live audience, all the birds in the background. But um, just for everyone's benefit, you might hear campground noises at any point in this week's pod. Um <laughs> But uh, two weeks back at work and another week off now as we've, um, yeah, we've, we've taken the, the family van up to the Central Coast, uh, uh, but sadly not for a parkrun day. Oh, what? <laughs> One drop. Oh, no. Oh, oh well. Oh. And, and you are back at work, Mel. I am. Yeah, role reversal today, Oliver. Yeah, sorry to rub that in. Mm. Yeah, thanks mm. for that. Yeah, no, I've been <laughs> back. <laughs> this is my second week back. So baptism of fire for me, thrown into the yes. full-time work environment now. Um, so I'm the business at the front and you're the party at the back. <laughs> Albeit in the front of the van, but yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, it, no. it works. <laughs> I've got the seat backwards, so it totally flows. Um, yes. Would you care to share with us how your parkrun day was? I would love to. So I journeyed to Puckapunyal Parkrun, which was my seventh visit, leaving me just one more visit, plus one more to Wilson Botanic, to bump my P-index up to eight. I will add, though, that although it is always nice to be working towards parkrun achievements, my primary motivation is to visit the event and its wonderful co-event directors, Michael and Annika. I returned to Pucker with friends and Parkrun ambassadors Tanya Baker and Mark Porritt for the event's first week back after their Christmas break. We made up a group of 25 on a lovely mild morning where I managed to take another 20 seconds off my course PB. We also hung around to have brunch in Seymour, which I don't often get to enjoy. Tanya happens to be Ainsbury Junior's event ambassador and we also welcomed the pair Sunday morning as they performed course check and set up tail walking and park walker duties for our third birthday celebrations. Along with my new co-ED Janelle, we were right chuffed to welcome 26 kids to our forest. We averaged 16 and a half, so this was a pleasant surprise. 
Don't ask me how you get a half of a child. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) perhaps enticed by the celebrations and promise of cake, we have, although, had a recent influx of kids training for cross-country, so maybe that has something to do with it. It wasn't even market week. And that's a pretty quick wrap-up from me this week, unless you're interested in the adventures of Lucy the Pomeranium or my ongoing battle with my lawn. Uh, perhaps not. <laughs> I do have one more thing that is newsworthy that I wish to share with our listeners, and that is that our very own host, Oliver Spake, was just last week awarded the 2024 Community Sports Award from the Shell Harbour City Council for his contributions to the Shell Harbour Parkrun event. There are a couple of lovely photos on the Shell Harbour Parkrun Facebook page if you would like to check them out and have a sticky at Ollie's gorgeous better half, Kathy. We really are very proud of you, Ollie. Congratulations from everyone on Level 2 with a view thank you mel and thank you everyone on level two with a view (laughs) and um yes yeah that nomination and certainly that award came as a big surprise as naturally there are many in my community and the broader community that are deserving of of great uh, kudos and, and gratitude for their efforts but uh yeah it was um a special night and and lovely to to be given you know that kind of um recognition um not something i'm terribly comfortable with but uh all the same um yeah yeah great to um to see that you know that's another feather in the bow for shell harbour parkrun congratulations well deserved and uh wouldn't be possible without the wonderful event team um and everyone in its history but um Yes, I mean, look, I am curious to ask about Lucy's latest adventures, but um, um, well, nothing since the washing <laughs> machine incident, which you probably saw yeah. on social media. No, she's giving me grief. This dog, <laughs> she's really <laughs> giving me grief. Anyway, she now sleeps in my bed. I've never been a person to have the dog in the bed, but what do you do? Anyway, I bet she appreciates that now. It's like when you've got a baby, Ollie, and it's the middle of the night and you just want to sleep. It's just like whatever it takes to get sleep. That's where I'm at the moment with this dog. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Very familiar with that. Mm. But please do let us know what you got up to over summer parkrun-wise. You said you had to, mm, well, we call them misadventures. (laughs) Well, Well, I was very excited about my two adventures planned for the summer break. Um, beyond my couple of RD stints at home, uh, trips to Tuggeranong and Rooty Hill Park runs were planned. But uh, as you've suggested, yeah, neither happened. Um, it's been a great holiday period with some fantastic time to enjoy the beach with family, take a break from work and to enjoy some home park run delights. But uh, Incha Allah, uh, which is something I learned in Egypt and Jordan when mum married there over about uh, 20 years ago, meaning if God wills, so fate and a few tummy bugs and other sicknesses decided that I should stay in Shell Harbour all summer. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting back on the wagon, Mel, um, eating and drinking just a bit more healthily and uh, currently struggling my way through a gym challenge to get me mountain ready for this year. Um, and uh, I've had a chance to, to try and you know, boost the parkrun time, so getting it you know, back to uh, back to almost being able to run the whole course. So uh, that that has been a delight, and I'm sure the adventures will come. 
But uh, sadly, I did miss out on visits and catch-ups with some fellow frondies, and uh, I am assured that they had a lovely time, albeit without me. Um, but really, the the boost in the parkrun numbers that I know we've you know, we've been noticing and chatting about on the pod, it's been a huge highlight, and it's been a treat to welcome many adventuring parkrunners uh, to our pretty little spot in Shell Harbour. Um, we've seen our largest attendance post COVID and on the new course, and many have continued to discover parkrun locally. Um, and just this Saturday gone, I had the pleasure of jogging the first kilometre of the course with the very person who first helped me learn about parkrun. And um, he's now on 33 parkruns completed and aspiring to hit 50 before our 10th birthday. Oh, that's fabulous. Excellent. Yeah. It's nice how things come around. It yeah. is. It's a synchronicity. That's right. That's right. But, yeah, numbers, numbers are huge. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, it really wasn't uh, <laughs> wasn't a lot to my summer. Uh, thankfully, yeah, relatively simple. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I say, many many people adventuring, holidaying, and clearly discovering parkrun. We just want you to be healthy. So I, yes. I didn't realise that your health was impacted to that level that you weren't actually able to run a complete five k's. Yeah, and I don't know whether it was uh, because I got COVID in November. Um, I had a few sort of bugs. I've had low iron and many other things that I happily yak on about, but I don't think our pod listeners really are tuning in for um, Ollie's Health Weekly um, for the uh, the gory details. But, yeah, working on it and, uh, yeah, it's, it's heading in the right direction, so I can't wait for some more hills. All right, well, let's, let's take the um – the, the segue across for the attendance. <laughs> you're better at doing that. Yes, please. That's exactly what I was trying to say. A new Aussie attendance record this weekend just gone. So Albert Park, let's start with Albert Park, had a whopping 1,090 finishes, supported by 38 volunteers, passing South Bank's previous record of 1,010 finishes. So that's amazing. I've seen the photos on social media social media oh, social media and um well done to joanne and scott for coping with that yes. i would probably add that may have a little bit to do with the oz open that's going on at the moment in our lovely city it is a big week for them usually yes. yeah so we've got a huge influx of tourists in town so that may have something to do with it. Plus, we're experiencing some quite nice weather as well. Now, Australia had a total of 78,274 participants, so that was a new Australian attendance record with 19 events recording attendance records also. Prior to 2024, Australia had never gone over 70,000, so we've now done so every week of the year. So that's pretty good. Go Aussie. But... Look, the celebrations don't stop there, naturally. And um, also in news and discussion, it would be remiss of us to not mention what's been happening across the Dutch, mm. where Colin Thorne, who we have heard about before, has celebrated Parkrun Day number 175 for him, or at least finished number 175. But most excitingly, he's gone up an age category. Um Worth noting that Colin has an age grade percentage of 114.01 
And uh, this parkrun uh, park day just gone, he was 378th out of a field of 384. But, Mel, um, Colin, who is now a centenarian, is that how I say it? Centenarian. Centenarian. Oh, <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure if this is my dodgy keyboard. My <laughs> in any case, Colin has just celebrated his 100th birthday a week ago, well, about a week and a half now as of the date that this podcast will be coming out. But uh, after completing this 175th park run at Fungaray, the Fung Park Run, um, and, uh, yeah, after reaching the 100 Milestone Club at age 98 in 2022, Colin has set the goal perhaps all of us would aspire to achieve. He finished in a time of uh, one hour and 34 seconds, so there's a nice 100 in there, that number as well. Um, in addition to the 165 park runs at the Fung that Colin has completed, he's also visited 10 other New Zealand park runs. But... Naturally, it was a highlight to see the Parkrun community celebrating Colin's achievement and story, the Parkrun New Zealand story, with thanks to Colin Thorne and Jeremy Brown, highlighted just what Parkrun means to him. And I quote, Parkrun has been a wonderful thing for Colin, especially after losing his wife Betty in 2021 in their 70th year of marriage. When it came to running, Betty was Colin's biggest supporter. Colin says Parkrun gets the old bones moving and has also increased his social circle. He is a popular figure at Whangarei Park Run, where he catches up with friends and family. His positivity and sharpness is evident to all those who meet him and is infectious. It's been a great life, and I've been so blessed with my health. And his advice to living a long and fulfilling life is to keep both body and mind active and to eat healthily. And... Um, a little aside, of course, and I'm no longer quoting here, for those who may not have been listeners in our lockdown days, the Fung, the Fung Park Run frequently made appearances in our Not Park Run <laughs> stats from New Zealand as we, uh, as we all found that as a wonderful way to connect and have an outlet. Um, and, and, of course, Mel, you have seen Colin's run report, haven't you? Uh, yes, I have, and um, I'm not. We're not going to read it out, but we did want to make mention that Colin did write the run report for Fungaray this week um, after his birthday. So, if anybody would like to jump over and have a read of what Colin had to say, uh, yeah, you can jump over to the website uh, where they have published it in their in their news. We're not. We're not going to talk about the uh, typo. No, we're not talking about the typo. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about my typo. Thank you very much. But uh, uh, look, and and it's been lovely. I, I continue to see as of. 30 seconds ago, more and more news articles about Colin's story. So it just, I think it goes to show the power of Parkrun and just, you know, what it can can bring. And, and seeing, um, and I know, you know there were some, some um, posts in Dazzers of some of the shirts um, that people were wearing, the 100 shirts to celebrate. Um, so to see the level of support amongst the community was also a, a real highlight. Excellent. It was great to hear about the fun again. 
Mm. But um, oh, what else have we got next? This weekend, the one month different Australian will start their park run journey. So this weekend on the 27th of January, we'll see the one month different person in Australia take part. 999,503 different people have participated in park run events as walkers, runners, volunteers since the first event launched in 2011 with thousands of first-timers around the country taking part for the first time each week. Did I say that number right? It sounded right to me. (laughs) That's good. So that's another little exciting stat. Yes. Yeah, what a big month. Mm. It is. Yeah, January. Well, I guess... Traditionally, would you say January in Australia would be the biggest month for probably new park runners as well as attendance records, just with our weather and holiday period? Very much so. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, naturally the boost that the new year, new hopes and new goals give us. I mean, I certainly heard some references in last week's pod and. Uh, yeah, continue to hear references to the um, the New Year's resolution effect. Um, it's real. We're seeing it. Let's keep them going. <laughs> yes, and everybody's accrued their leave again. That's my yes. theory. Mm. <laughs> That's, anyway. right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. But, Ollie, it is time for us to move swiftly forward to listen to some roving reports this week we are going to hear from alistair action man at st peter's pk at ballet national park and we've got johan from a south african event hi this is alistair buchanan for gorilla tourism at which fabulous park run are we visiting today St. Peter's. St. Peter's. And who am I speaking to? Uh, James. And James, what position did you fill today? I was the uh, run director. Is this your first time playing run director? Uh, No, third. Third? But is there something special that happened today at St. Peter's Park Run? Uh, We had a crazy number of people, about 610. I hear that it could also be, besides just being a crazy number, the also record number that we've had at St. Peter's? Uh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Bam! That take that for you. I know not his maiden voyage, but pretty close to it. So, okay, give me a little detail on what is your story and in relation to parkrun? Uh, yeah, sure. So I've been parkrunning about one and a half years now. I started parkrun after I uh, saw it on a um, YouTube by Matt Parker. Yeah, I was looking for something to just get into the community more and meet people when I moved to a new place and yeah I started at St Peter's and I've met a lot of good people and enjoyed it a lot yeah awesome St Peter's is a beautiful park run and if I'm not mistaken the first park run in Sydney I believe it was the first one established in Sydney yeah yeah and with that New South Wales but um fourth in Australia I think so. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay, we've got all the stats mm-hmm. down. Now, talking about parkrun tourism, though, this is a bit of a interesting parkrun in that there's a lot of marshals needed to run this course. How many marshals? Uh, I think five is our standard. Five, bam. And that's a lot of volunteers that we need. If there's just five marshals, we also have the regular timekeeper, tokens, you know. How many? It's about... Oh, I think we had 21 on the list today or something like that. Yeah. 
21. And do you guys regularly keep up or have you got to send out the call for help on Friday night um, for volunteers? Uh, depends on the week. Um, like, you know, if you're before a major event, like, say, the Sydney Marathon or something like that, then you're overflowing with volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and other weeks it's maybe every second week you've got to send, a, send out a, an appeal email on Thursday, but we, we get uh, pretty good pretty good numbers. Uh, with, uh, but we're always looking for more. We're uh, always looking for more. <laughs> that, that's the sale. Um, something I found interesting, um, we're at the kiosk um, having coffees. Um, is that the after parkrun coffee house? Uh, yeah, that's that's where we normally go. It's what? right in the park, so it's nice and convenient and good coffee. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, can't complain about that. Because a lot of places have the parkrun after coffee place, but I see there's a lot of parkrun branded shirts. Why do you think that there is such a strong community of parkrunners or parkrun people at... Um, St. Peter's, while some other visited park runs I've been to, there is less uh, community. Uh, I've mainly been to St. Peter's, so I can't make a lot of comparisons, but the event director here, Paul, is really a welcoming guy. There's a a good community of run directors. There's a good core of regular volunteers who you can get to know and make Mm -hmm. friends with. Yeah, it's just a good place. Good place. I love the like the brick stacks, but okay. As a tourist, as partly the guerrilla tourism statement makes sense of, what's the deal with the, the three giant brick stacks? What's going on there? I believe they're on old brickworks. There's a few signs around the park. If you want to go have a look? <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Look, use your eyes. But we have this giant park here. Brickworks. Why did they decide to make this green space? And then why did this get chosen as the place to have the run? Why not, for lack of a better word, Hyde Park? Uh, you'd really need to ask Paul that Okay, one. okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a note of that for next time I'm in town. Um, cool. All right. So you didn't expect this many people for Park Run this week. What is your hunch for why we got such a large number this week? I suspect there are an awful lot of New Year's resolutions about starting running. (laughs) Okay, cool. New Year's resolution. Now, what's the regular amount of runners, you guys, or sorry, not runners, attendees, because it's completely okay to have park walkers or even, I guess, park moon walkers, if that's your style, to come. What's the regular amount? Uh, We usually get about 450. 450 is a good number. Yeah. Because I'm visiting my mate Jason, who lives um, nearby. This is the closest park run to him. How many close to us park runs are there? Centennial Park. What's the next closest? Uh, I know that there's uh, roads and Greenway. And oh, Greenway. There's a. F- In terms of, yeah, I wouldn't be able to listen. Oh, there's Cooks and a few oh, others yeah. as well. Yeah. But okay. Because. The parkrun site's got a good good map on. Oh, yeah, got, got, well, good, good. Okay, promotion, I like that. Um, all right, important question. Oh, actually, no. I think you kind of answered, but not answered, because you haven't done much touring yourself. How many other parkruns have you done? Uh, mainly just Wanganui um, at this point. 
which is a New Zealand film. Bam! International! Okay, that's maybe a step up from me. I've only done Australian. I have more park runs under my belt than you, but you have countries over me. So, okay, we can maybe call a draw on that. Um, cool. All right, well, um, I guess that's my questions. Thank you very much for your time. Unless you've got any final big shout-outs you want to give to anyone about the lovely St. Peter's. If, if you're thinking of volunteering, go for it. I'm, love, I'm loving the volunteer pros. All right, dudes, be safe. G'day, it's uh, PK here with another roving report. Gosh, been doing a few of recent. This one from the awesome Belair National Park park run. So this is a new park run here in South Australia. And I did it last week. Loved it so much I'm coming back. We're actually coming back to get my number five for the Wilson Index. Uh, and it is magnificent. It is so popular that they have car park marshals as needed here in the beautiful National Park. So a few tips before we get in there. Um, If you do come to do the Blair National Park park run, and you need to use the toilet or the bathroom, uh, it is near the car park. So it's on the other side of the car park. So you may want to go or find out or look on their page. They actually uh, shared a really cool video on their Insta page yesterday. Um, So go to the bathroom next to the car park before you then walk through the car park to the other side to where the actual park run starts. And also it's really popular. Um, I think they've been having like 300, 400 people here, which is awesome. Um, And it's a trail run as well. So let us go and get amongst it and we can talk about it uh, a little bit later with some legends. Great to be out adventuring. Uh, Okay, I'm now out on the course and I've caught up with some people wearing 100 t-shirts and matching pink parkrun merch. How you going, Tracy? Great, thanks. Excellent. I'm only wearing one t-shirt. Oh, sorry, yeah, you're not wearing 100 of them. And Deb? (laughs) Hey! Uh, Some fellow Mount Barker parkrunners, also touristing. And Clem. Hi, Clem. Yep, Clembo. Clementine. Um, we are, yeah, so sorry. Um, uh, what are your thoughts so far on Blair? Oh, love it. Did it last week. Yes. Uh, a little faster this week as I'm not tail walking. It's great. Had Deb to push the pace a little. Love it. Lovely. Love it. Yeah. And Deb, what are your thoughts on this course? It's actually a really lovely course. I think the downhill on <laughs> yeah. the way back people yeah. will love. Yes. <laughs> a little challenging for the uphill on the way out, but, uh, but yeah, beautiful. No ruse today, but... No uh, ruse, I know. Yeah. But lots of crazy people. I, can you tell me, you know, in 24 seconds or less, no, um, about the 24 and 24 challenge? Yeah, so today there's a whole bunch of crazies, as you said, that are starting from Belair to do 24 park runs in 24 hours. Um, so we'll go from here to Cleveland. This I'm is not, not an official parkrun event. <laughs> <laughs> I am not quite sure why they decided to do two tough ones to start. But, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, they, they're going to Cleveland from they're here? They're going to Cleveland oh, from here. Oh, my goodness. Everything will be easy after that. <laughs> Everything will be, be easy apart from Anstey at 3am or something? Anstey's at 3am, yeah. That's crazy. So, the, yeah, the whole idea is that you do 24 park runs in 24 hours. Um, they've got a map, they've got timing, they've got a bus, and they've got crazy dedicated people out there doing it, um, uh, one being your husband, Daniel. Yes. Well, let's hope he survives. I'm sure he will. Is he wearing a kilt? 
He is not wearing the coat okay. today, a little warm. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. I love it. Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, just once again, that's not an official parkrun event. Uh, it is something that parkrunners, some people have chosen to do, starting here at Blair. And then um, good luck to them. Let's hope they do well. And it's great to see Blair um, once again full of uh, awesome people having fun. We're just about at the finish line. Uh, speaking of legends, here's one. Marilyn, uh, you are the parkrun barcode scanning legend of South Australia, or probably of Australia. No, uh, no. I, I think there's one that's done more than me. Okay. How many times have you done it? Uh, for, this is the 492nd. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Um, volunteering. Mm. Oh, my goodness. That's the official ones. Woo! Cheapest. Look at that. So uh, you'll be doing your 500th at uh, Torrance? At Torrance, yes, definitely. Of course. Oh, yes. Wow. Good on you. So this is your first time at Blair? It is. Yeah? Yes, it's, it's nice. It's a lovely It's beautiful, one. of course, yeah. isn't it? Lovely. Um, I know you don't get to go out and see the course, but we can see parts of quite a bit I of it from here, which is good. I can see quite extensive And it's a nice way to, to be part of the community, isn't it? Why do you, why do you volunteer? It's a feel-good thing, um, you know, um, you, and you get to meet all the people and socialise with the people. And being the barcode scanner, I get to see a lot of the people. You sure do. So um, it's absolutely brilliant, something I love and I look forward to. It starts my weekend off brilliantly. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for everything you do for Parkrun. I'll let you keep going. There's a few people coming. Um, keep doing great things, and I look forward to hearing about your 500. <laughs> look at that. What a legend. Thanks, Marilyn. And that's a wrap from Blair National Park Park Run. I'm now back in the car. Um, I, it was just crazy busy when I left and I didn't want to bug the RD or others. And I thought, well, I'd spoken to probably... I was going to say the most important person there. Everyone, every person who goes to Park Run, whether you're taking part or volunteering, obviously is important. But Marilyn, my gosh, <laughs> coming up to her 500th uh, Park Run volunteer role. She started at Torrens. Obviously, Torrens was the very first Park Run here in South Australia. And she is a stalwart there. And so nice to see her today. So, yep. Get out uh, and get amongst the Blair National Park Park Run if you can. It is it is within a national park. You don't have to pay to get in. You can park in the free car park area and uh, then go and do it and get amongst it. Uh, there is Frisbee golf as well. There you go. There's a bonus. You can do Frisbee golf as well after you've done Park Run. Get amongst it, have fun, and look forward to seeing you at another adventure soon. Cheers, PK, out. Goeiemorgen, Parkrun Adventurers. It is Johan, and this week I'm reporting from the other side of the Boerewors Curtain, and I have the absolute pleasure to attend a truly iconic event that returned to Parkrun South Africa on the 6th of January, 199 weeks after their last event before the COVID pause. Of course, I'm talking of none other than the Voortrekker Monument Parkrun. The event takes place on the grounds of the Voortrekker Monument Heritage Site in the capital city Pretoria, to the north of the Gauteng province. The Voortrekker Monument is a granite structure located on a hilltop overlooking the capital and was built to commemorate the Voortrekkers or early pioneers who left the Cape Colony between 1835 and 1854 in search of a better life in the interior. It was designed by the well-known architect Gerard Murdek and the monument is 40 meters high with a base of 40 meters by 40 meters. Construction started in 1937 and the monument was finally inaugurated on 16 December 1949. Entrance to the park run allows for free parking but not entry to the monument. However, if this is your first time visiting the site, please do not forgo the opportunity to visit inside. 
After passing through the gate, one finds oneself inside a big lager consisting of 64 ox wagons made out of decorative granite, the same number of wagons that were used at the Battle of Blood River to form the lager then. By the way, for those that don't know the word, a lager is an encampment formed by a circle of wagons. A beautiful indigenous garden surrounds the monument. The parkrun starts and ends in front of the monument and makes its way through the grounds which was declared a nature reserve and if you're lucky you may see some of the zebras, blessbok, mountain reedbuck, springbok, black wildebeest and impala. It is a one lap course on paved roads down and around the monument hill and then meandering upwards towards Fort Skanskop. But expect to huff and puff a bit when you hit this part of the course. Fort Skanskop, a nearby fort built in 1897 by the government of the then South African Republic after the Jameson Raid, is currently a museum and was added to the monument complex in the year 2000. The route proceeds through the fort and then returns, very luckily, downhill to the monument with one last tough little uphill before ending in the parking area in front of the steps of the monument. The team was expecting it to be popular on its return, but was blown away by the turnout of 1,792 parkrunners for event number 205, the largest post-COVID attendance in South Africa to date. There were 1,080 first-timers at the return event, of which 312 were newbies doing their very first parkrun. 60 PBs were set and 49 volunteers assisted on the day. Reports indicate that even as the event started about 10 minutes late, there were still vehicles queuing to get into the parking lot. So anybody intending to visit in the next few weeks is advised to arrive a little bit earlier than they would usually do. Once I finished my run and barcode scanning at event number 206, I got to chat to Hiju van der Heerfe, the event director and also run director of the day. Howdy Parkrun Adventurers, it's Johan. I am reporting here from the iconic Voortrekker Monument Parkrun that restarted last week on the 6th of January. I'm standing with Hugo van der Heerfe, who is one of the event directors here at Voortrekker Monument Parkrun. And uh, I, uh, Hugo, good morning. Morning, everybody. All right, Hugo, so you restarted last week after quite a long pause. Yes, um, we first started negotiations in 2021. Um, unfortunately, um, there was no agreement to be made between us and management. And then we restarted in October 2022, 2023. And then um, we got an agreement and then um, it was agreed that we can reopen on the 6th of January 2024. Yeah, if, I, if I recall my mathematics uh, correctly, that was 199 weeks after the COVID pause. Yes, all I can say is, is close to four years. Yeah. Um, we had to close on the 14th of March 2020 due to COVID and almost uh, three years, 10 months um, after that, we managed to reopen. Fantastic. So uh, you, obviously you were quite in anticipation of, of your first uh, um, event since the reopening. What was your expectations initially? So we didn't know what to expect. Um, there was a lot of discussion in the weeks leading up to the event. So we were thinking now a thousand is, is enough and that's the amount of tokens that we had. And in the moment that we arrived at the venue, we already knew that, that something big was coming. And as people started coming in, we knew we were in for, for a very big event. We ended on 1,792 Runners, which was the biggest event in the world last week, Saturday, the 6th of January, 2024. Yeah, and it's, I think if I recall correctly, it's also the biggest uh, post-COVID result for us in South Africa. Yes, I think that is correct. 
Um, so obviously, uh, you said you expected about a thousand runners, and uh, you had almost double that. How did that affect your uh, your, your your scanning and and the finish funnel? So we we had to be creative. Um, due to the mass amount of people, um, halfway through we decided to to double up on the um, token handouts. So we had two token handouts, and at the end we had seven or eight barcode scanners. Um, but everything went fluently. Um, all I can just say is some of the experienced park runners just came in, put their hand up, volunteered, helped where necessary. And that is what park run is all about, is, is the volunteers. They know what needs to be done and they just do it without being asked to do it. Thank you very much. And so feedback from last week's event, what did the people say? No complaints. Everybody just um, congratulated us on a, on a brilliant event. Um, everybody liked it. Um, so there was just good feedback. Um, even today, uh, the week after, um, everybody um, was in agreement that this is an awesome park run. Yeah, so today um, our numbers were a little bit lower, but still pretty good. Yes, it's still higher than, than what we finished actually before COVID. Uh, I think our last one was around about 800 and we were above 900 today. Yeah, I think I scanned the tailwalker in at 910, which should probably take us to the highest attendance in South Africa today as well. Again, we, we hope so anyway. We hope so. We'll see at the end of today when everybody's results are in. Our main contenders, I think, is, is Delta and Joburg and then uh, maybe Mitchton and maybe Botanical Gardens. All right. Thank you very much. Anyway, congratulations on being back. Um, guys, uh, it is an absolutely fantastic park run. It's a little bit tough on the on the, on the the calves. Um, they lovingly call those little uphills uh, the... Um, Flat meander. Flat meander. Um, you will love it. The views from the Voortrekker Monument is absolutely awesome. When you come visit South Africa, please do not miss Voortrekker Monument Park Run. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you next time. Thanks. As you've heard, there were 910 participants this week, of which 357 were first-timers, including 136 doing their very first parkrun. 160 PBs were set and 27 volunteers assisted. Well, whilst we had high hopes for the attendance stopping the leaderboard, Resolution Saturday got the best of us and four other South African events had more participants than Fortrika Monuments 910. They were Botanical Garden, also in Pretoria, with 1,100 Century City in Cape Town with 1,103, Durbanville outside of Cape Town with 1,058 and Bryanston in Johannesburg with 1,047. It really looks like Parkland South Africa is now well on its way to recovering to its pre-pandemic numbers. Until next time, happy adventuring. Thank you very much to Action Man Alistair and to PK and to Johan. Um, so to hear from Alistair from St. Peter's from a week prior, um, PK at Bel Air uh, also prior, and uh, Johan at uh, Fuertrecker Monument uh, in Pretoria. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, no, nothing like uh, nothing like the authentic pronunciation, of course. But uh, the, there's my attempt. <laughs> At least you had a go. Good job. I yes. wasn't game. Yeah.
<laughs> but uh, Mel, I, I suppose first and foremost, um, Alistair, as fate would have it, was there a week prior to St Peter's birthday, which was on Park Run Day, just gone their twelfth birthday, and um, they marked it by breaking the very record that Alistair was there for them to set. Uh, so six hundred and eighty-two finishes this week, and um, I did. Note that Alistair asked a couple of questions uh, about the event and um, whilst I don't necessarily have all the answers, um, St Peter's was launched back on January 21st, 2012 with 122 people at their inaugural. Uh, they now average 291 finishes, although last year that's been closer to 400 with an average finish time of 28.42 up until that 12th birthday. 24,354 individual people have run with 161,402 total finishes over the years, again, excluding Parkrun Day just gone, um, and to celebrate, Parkrunners wore their milestone shirts and party hats. But St Peter's is, of course, one of the New South Wales Parkruns that's been profiled in David Crook's book on every Saturday, and both the Crook book and our very own Quizmaster Simon Mackley, whose parkrun journey incidentally also began that day, have confirmed that it started at Sydney Park because, drum roll Mel. Consider it inserted. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes, uh, I think one of the questions that Alistair did ask um, was, you know, why, why Sydney Park? And uh, turns out... To get good volunteers, sometimes things need to be handy. So, uh, yeah, what a what a great location, and how lucky we were to have uh, you know, someone like Paul, and of course everyone else involved, um, so close. Uh, add to that the easy train access, the location itself, all of Paul's and everyone's efforts in launching it. They've all been factors in its success. Um, so, Paul, uh, who's done so much for the parkrun community, also is, according to the Crookbook, Australia's longest-serving ED. So happy birthday, St. Peter's, and thank you, Paul, and the whole St. Peter's Parkrun community. St. Peter's Appreciation Week. That's right. That's right. But, uh, look, it was lovely to hear also uh, some of the, the fun kicking off with the 24 parkruns in 24 hours down in South Australia at Bel Air. So um, I don't quite know how people did their three and a bit longest runs in a day, but uh, kudos to them. Um, it's been quite incredible to, to, to even just fathom what that would involve. Ah, well, we know our old mate Phil Gore. He could do that. Yeah, you could in his sleep, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so that's that. And then we had Johan, of course, um, the event that had relaunched 199 weeks after the COVID pause, close to four years. So Johan there on the second week and they had 910. So great numbers out there as mm. well. South Africa Wonderful is also um, getting big numbers and enjoying large attendances, just like us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But aside from the roving reports, we've had no emails, so I think it's time to switch across to Dazza's Mel, uh, where this week Dazza said it's Take a Walk Outdoors Day, which I must sound like I'm doing. <laughs> Could they make a day more perfect for us? Welcome to Dazza's, where the coffee is hot and the milkshakes are cold. Come on in, place your order, and tell us all about your parkrun morning. 
And first up, we've got Natalie Soper coming to us from New Zealand. And she said, it's a wrap on my parkrun adventures in New Zealand. Six new ones and one repeat being Foster Parkrun today where I got a PB. The only other time I was the tail walker. Highlight was introducing a friend to parkrun and her whole family came too. Unfortunately, today is my last parkrun until I return to Melbourne at the end of May as I will be having a different adventure in non-parkrun countries again. And Natalie shared a collage of her adventures with the selfie frame across the seven stops along her trip. Oh, I wonder what she's up to. I'll have to wait yeah. till she returns to get uh, That's right. the end of that story. Or to hear, hear some naughties, hopefully. But uh, also checking in, Ian Lydia Knox, New South Wales, uh, at Lake Mac this time. So uh, Ian said, did first-timers briefing at Lake Mac this morning in front of volunteers and 463 finishes. My first... First time on this role with Auslan interpreter speaking for the hearing crowd. That was my 222nd park run. And we also got the photo there included in Das's post of Ian giving the first time as briefing to the crowd. 222, two, two, Ollie. 222. Two. Bit of a cricket reference there. I'm enjoying the cricket. I'm, I'm rolling yes. to the Big Bash. Ah. I don't know if all the listeners would know the Big Bash the international listeners. 2020, that's international, isn't it? That's right. Yes, very much yeah. so. Anyway, um, I digress. We also heard from Martine Barrett. She came to us from Tasmania. She said, hey, Dazza, Andrew, Eric and I ventured to Windsor Precinct for a leisurely walk. Course is a flat gravel, double out and back around the sports precinct. We met one of the regular attendees, Gary, and they shared a photo of Andrew Martine with Eric Banner, and um, they took much pleasure in pointing out to me, Gary. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> Gary is a snake, not really boyfriend material. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. no, perhaps not. Mm. Now, we heard from Jonathan Morgan, Mel, who said, took a leisurely walk outdoors as tail walker at the Avenues Park Run this morning while celebrating my 250th volunteer Time for a chat and a cold drink afterwards with parkrun friends at the nearby Tree Climb Cafe. Also time to change the colour of my volunteer milestone collage to green and to add some more photos. And we got an amazing collage of volunteer photos there. Uh, check it out or we just might have to make sure that you can check it out. Uh, that must take a lot of time to put together, Ali. Um, way more mm. time than I could probably manage but i'm very impressed mm. and congratulations jonathan yes. jonathan is Thank a genius um, mm. run director so yay another mention for juniors now we heard from chris gore coming to us from wa and he said hi dazza karen and i went running with our nephew trent beale for his son's first ever park run at bibra lake park run he has only just turned four and today was his first run and he ran all the way and still finished with a big smile on his face and chris shared a couple of photos one of the best selfie frame photos that we've seen plus an action shot Sound effects are ramping up in the background, Dolly. <laughs> Is it the birds or the screaming, <laughs> screaming kids outside? I think I think yeah. it's children. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Anyway, now. Over in the UK, we heard from Maria Wicks. Lots of ice on the ground at Panchjanga. Have I got that right? 
Oh, I don't know. Didn't didn't fact check that one. Didn't uh, didn't pronunciation <laughs> check that one. Uh, Panchanga Park Run, my ninety first run there, aiming to get to one hundred this year. I needed the biggest cup of tea after that. Thanks. And the selfie shown there uh, showed the icy path behind Maria. So well done surviving that one. Very good. Now, we also heard from Adrian Luscombe, also coming to us from the UK, and he said, lots of fun at a bitterly cold but beautiful Quakers walk. And he shared a photo of himself with the pop-up by the path, uh, looking glad to be in a beanie. (laughs) Yeah. Quite cold squeals. there, as you can tell now by the, the screams in the background. Yes, sound effects. <laughs> I don't have to put them in this week. Hooray. That's right. That's right. Now, last but not least, from the uh, the ones we were reporting through on the pod this week, Irene Heather in Queensland. Off to volunteer at Zilmia's seventh anniversary dressed as a zookeeper. Well, with a croc hat and a kangaroo and a wombat hanging off me. <laughs> My order is definitely an ice latte with a humidity here. And uh, Irene shared two photos in her zookeeper costume, one with Lindor the Legendary. Very good. Well done. And uh, thank you for volunteering, Irene. That is, of course, Irene Bomacanti. That's right. That's right. And, uh, look, thank you, everyone, for joining us in Daz's. But um, I suppose, you know, there can only be one Obi winner. So, um, oh, you've got the envelope. I'm gonna I've take a got photo. The envelope. <laughs> this is the benefit of having. <laughs> All right, ready, smile. <laughs> Kookaburra's in the background, too. There we are. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, coming to you from the uh, the campground in Outback Australia, no, coastal <laughs> Australia with authentic kookaburras. Um, the winner of the OB this year, this year, this this week. Wow, <laughs> Ollie's wow. out of practice. <laughs> Jonathan Morgan. I don't think I can pick that up in the photo, but anyway, it That's was there. Okay. I promise. No one could read it either. <laughs> No. Congratulations, wow. Jonathan. Uh, thank you for all of your volunteering efforts. And, um, yes, yes, that's a fantastic collage. It is, yes. So we will share that on our socials this week. Fabulous. Okay. So that brings this section to a close. It's time for us now to pass over to Rachel for this week's Club Corner. This is Rachel with Club Corner, coming to you from Aranda Country, and in 2024 I am going to make things snappy. Counting, it's a thing. You can count your parkrun participation in two main ways. Runs, in air quotes, or volunteering, or runs, in air quotes, and volunteering. Or, or, and. That's an or, or an, and, simples. There are pros and cons for both ways of counting, the latter being that it aligns with milestone shirts, the former that it's everything that you do. The shortest version is, you do you, and don't let anyone browbeat you, smiley face. I told you these would be short. Stay tuned for our future club corners. And thank you very much to Rachel. 
but Mel, I think the numbers that I would now like to hear would be the Consolidated Club Report numbers. How are we going? We are going great, Guns. The Adventurers Consolidated Club Report for Saturday, the 20th of January 2024, saw a total of 546 members, 423 of which took part on this date in four countries across 218 locations. In the UK, there were adventurers at 27 events. There were three in South Africa, and that was it for overseas this week. Locally, we had adventurers at 48 events in New South Wales. There were 47 events in the Greater State, 41 in Kingsland, 13 in South Australia, 11 in Tassie. There was 10 over on the west side, nine on the North Island. The ACT and the South Island both had four and there was one in the Northern Tree. And um, internationally, our largest frond, Itchen Valley Country. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's one I'd like to get to sometime. But the Smiths, uh, Stuart, Tamsin and Morglin. What's the attraction to Itchen Valley, Ollie? Uh, well, I don't know the geography, but my family hail from Itchen in Southampton. So, uh, uh-huh. yeah, it, 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 it makes me curious. So, um, yeah. Okay. That's a nice little connection. I think it, I understand it to be part of ha- part of Hampshire as well, but um, but yeah, I need to need to explore it. Hmm. Okay. Well. Yeah. Up, it, I believe it's further up the river, but um, yes. Okay. And the screams in the background once again. <laughs> Locally, locally, our, our largest frond was seven in the Greater State at Kirkdale Reserve, and mm. present were Tock, Jackie, Sarah Jefferson, Val and Steve Warwick, Erica Hopcraft, and Scott Wilson Smith, and that was a spontaneous frond, Ollie. They yeah. um, they just all came together, and that was really lovely to see. And of course, Jodie Maisie was there as well, volunteering on finished tokens. That's right, and some great photos in Daz's uh, from the front there. Uh, now, on the Adventurous PB side, congratulations to Rebecca Ryan, and well done. Um, uh, park runner number 358-0708. I don't know why I read it out that way. I did. <laughs> uh, ran a PB at Albert, Melbourne, amongst everything happening there in 37 minutes and 16 seconds. Fancy running so your well all-time done. PB on... Amongst so many people, how yes. on earth did you get space, Rebecca? Tell yeah. us your secret. Maybe the crowd just dragged her along. Or maybe she dragged the crowd. Oh, yeah, true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm. Now, we had some adventure milestones, Ollie. Our very own friend of the pod, M. Nico. She is a athlete a38943 she ran her 250th milestone of course at her home at Kira so congratulations him we also had Timothy Amos a8082855 ran his 10th milestone at Hagley Maurice Cohen a702859 ran their 50th milestone at the Fung there's the Fung you don't hear anything about the Fung for weeks and weeks and months and all of a sudden they're everywhere. That's right, Fung Central. <laughs> it's Fung Central. Yes, so congratulations, Maurice. 
We also had Christiana Charlotte, a 715709, ran their 100th milestone at Mundy Regional. So, wow, that's the hardest park run in Australia to do your 100th milestone at. Well done. Good effort. Well done, everyone. And, of course, remember, if you'd like us to track these achievements, you can add the Adventures Club as one of your five affiliations on your parkrun profile. Please let us know if you need a hand. Send us an email. We love our emails. And, naturally, if these are not enough stats for you, check out www.theinformant.me for all the stats from The Informant. Now, we had one event launch in the last week that we are aware of, Ollie, that is Lewisburg Park Run in the German town of Aachen. Now, uh, the course description states that it is two laps along the north side of the Lewisburg. So I had to have a little look and figure out what the mm. Lewisburg is. Is so it is a small mountain in the northeast of Arken. It's a popular place for the Arkeners to go for a walk, relax, or do sports. So perfect place for a mm. park run. There is a tower on top of the Lewisburg with a slowly spinning restaurant. There were 65 finishes supported by nine volunteers and a staggering 38 people or 58% were first time to park run. I also, as I was looking up a little bit about uh, Lewisburg or Arken, I came across this little story that I wanted to share. So it's a story about where the Lewisburg comes from. So it's more about the name, I think, Lewisburg and how it how mm. it got its name. So the story goes that when the devil was tricked by the Arkeners, he wanted revenge. So he travelled all the way across the empire to the North Sea where he took a giant pile of sand from the bottom of the sea. He threw it over his shoulders in a bag and dropped it to Arken, planning to bury the cathedral and the entire city underneath it. When he had almost arrived in Arken, right at the place where the Lewisburg is today, he took a break and he met a bigger child called Luz. He asked her, child, tell me how far it is to the empire's capital, Arken. Luz, who had recognised the devil because of his hooves and tail, answered, alas, do you see my clothes? Only lumps. And do you see my shoes? I've walked so far, my soles are almost gone. When I bought my clothes and shoes at the market in Arken, they were all new. Well, thinking that Arken was still very far away, the devil decided to let go of his plan. He left the giant pile of sand right in front of the city and he went back to hell. This is why the mountain is called Lewisburg and why people today say that Arkeners are too smart for the devil. So there you go. There's a little bit of folklore for you and a little bit of history (laughs) about the Lewisburg in Arken. Thank you, Mel, and welcome, Lewisburg Parkrun, to the Parkrun family. I checked the pronunciation of Arkin. I didn't check the pronunciation of Lewisburg. Well, that's okay. Please let us know if we yeah. <laughs> yeah, let us know. You're right in. Yep. Correct us. Yep. Do we have German listeners? I'm sure we do. Anyway. We'd love to hear. Uh, I need to also apologise. Uh, Johan sent a roving report that we did play this week. He sent that in last week and there was another bit of audio that was giving a little wrap-up of the South African inaugurals over the past little while and I missed mm. it. So I'm just going to enter it now. And in South Africa, we got right to business with our first inaugural on Saturday, the 6th of January, as the Mapule Sandane School Parkrun launched at the park next to the namesake school in extension 2 of Kwagutkwa Township, outside Emalashleni in the Mpumalanga province. 
Emalashleni, previously known as Witbank, is about 130 kilometers east of Johannesburg. This is one of the very few multi-lap courses in the country and consists of a bit more than four laps on a mixture of grass and dirt around the perimeter of the park and alongside the school. The start and finish is close to the car park and entrance to the park. 35 parkrunners joined for the first event, of which two were brand new, supported by 14 volunteers. Uber parkrunner Jabulani Mkizi was also there to complete his 280th different Southern African event, the only parkrunner to have run almost every parkrun that ever existed in the region, currently having 218 active events. After this week, where he increased his tally to 281 Southern African events, he still has to get to four of the latest parkruns and has unfortunately missed out on two that close before he could get there. By the way, Jabu has a re-index of 126 and his We Were There challenge count is 67. Apart from this, we also had two events restarting after an extended break. On the 6th of January, 199 weeks after their last event before the COVID pause, the iconic Voortrekker Monument Park run returned in a very big way for event number 205. More about this return and the event to follow in a roving report. Finally, as reported in December, Wirendal Stadium Park run in Prince Albert in the Great Karoo of the Western Cape relaunched on the 13th of January, 200 weeks after their last parkrun event. There were 12 parkrunners, all of them first-timers at the event, with one newbie doing his first parkrun and nine volunteers for the event. And, um, yeah, there is certainly a lot going on in South Africa. So thank you so much, Johan, and uh, thank you to everyone who has played a role in, um, yeah, in growing parkrun South Africa. Um, Mel, looking forward. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure there's much to look forward to. No, there's there's uh, there's there's plenty on the horizon. Maybe but, not for uh, you. One in- <laughs> there's one important reminder that um, that was mentioned, of course, last pod, and that is that orders are open until midnight on 11th of February for the Adventurers shirts. Um, so please have a look. And if you've got any questions, pop them in the comments or shoot the office lady a message. I'm tempted to get myself a singlet, Ollie, now that I know it's in the uh, mm. the honeycomb fabric. I am really tempted because I've got a T-shirt. So I'm mm, thinking on, yeah. yeah, anyway, I shall keep thinking I've only got till when the 11th. That's right. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. But sooner than that, next parkrun day, what's happening, Mel? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm going to stay local. I think that there might be some people hanging out at Studley that I might want to go and catch up with. Um, yeah, so Studley Park Run and round two with the lawnmower for me. What about you, Ollie? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why we ask me, but uh, yeah, it's Shell Harbour. Um, oh, but, really? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, the, the day before, mind you, I'm doing the running leg in the Aquathon. Um, so uh, thank you to adventurer Beck Bailey who will be doing the swimming, which uh, I would stand no chance in doing. And um, Yes, there are two others in the Windang clan in another team. So um, it's a little bit competitive and um, I'm going down. Are you not going to run against Lance, are you, Lance? <laughs> Lance, that's right. Yes, I, oh. I will be uh, I'll be looking at the back of Lance as he disappears off into the sunrise. I almost yes. wish I could be there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah. Good so luck, Ollie. Plenty coming up. Thank you. I'm going to need it. <laughs> It was good to catch up with you again. It was, it was. And look, all the hundreds of people around me too. So um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> thank you for letting us all join you. 
there was there was no hands protruding yeah. from above you yeah. in the footage, so that's good. The girls um, must have gone to sleep. Yeah, they're very very uh, very quiet. Yeah, I think they're uh, they're watching something now. So uh, excellent. Yeah, good outdoorsy camping stuff. Looking mm-hmm. at screens. Will you enjoy mm-hmm. the rest of your holiday? <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thank you. On location. In your That's caravan right. park. That's right. Where yes. will I be next week? No. Um, <laughs> no, we're exciting. But uh, thank you so much, Mel. Uh, it's been lovely to be back. Um, thanks for having me. No worries. Now, everybody, as always, you can contact us via Parkrun Adventurers on Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures. Mm-hmm.